I'm hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Cast Next Door, where we love your mother's cookies. I'm Clint Worthington of Alcoholywood. I am Natalie Walker of Being a Person. And I am Martin of um, the previous season uh, of A Talking Cast. Yes, the previous and only <laughs> season, I guess. What does this make this? Like, what's like? Does, is this the Sequest 2032 of, of podcasts? We're like, we're slightly retooled with a different name, but we're still basically the same show. Right. It's just a spinoff movie. This is Minute 13, where we last left our heroes. They were having like sort of late lunch, early dinner, whatever the fuck the opposite of brunch is. I guess, um, hanging out with uh, hanging out with Ryan Guzman and Wicked, and just kind of ch- chatting about. Oh well, they were there. Weren't they like talking tragically about Ryan Guzman's like uncle slash the old yes. city councilman from Parks and Recreation? Yes. Yes. Slash, <laughs> slash like old ass Steve Buscemi, all of it. <laughs> all of yes, it. <laughs> this bug eyed ass man. <laughs> Like Betty Davis, Steve Buscemi, and old Parks and Rec guy all <laughs> old, rolled into old Parks and Rec all guys rolled just... into one scene stealing character actor. Yes, in the soft <laughs> in core a porn of... movie. <laughs> oh God, yeah, he's he's back at home having a Caesar salad with no lettuce and extra dressing, <laughs> precisely, and extra anchovies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I believe Aziz Ansari calls it racist salad. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Anyway. Uh, not enough about him. Uh, he's talking about he's talking about how basically like you know just how tough he's having it. And like Kristen Chenoweth at one point like just joke offhanded offhandedly jokes about like how long it's going to be before he dies, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yep. just like, oh boy, that's that's morbid. But like that's pretty much the end of that minute. And this is the minute twelve. And uh, J Lo is <coughs> o- kindly offering Ryan Guzman, you know, you can come over and eat dinner with us anytime. And uh, they haven't slept together yet, so he can't make any food based sex puns yet. Right. Um, but Kristen Chenoweth sort of can. It's sort of like, oh, you haven't ta- you haven't had her guacamole, wink. And I'm like, yeah. it's and it's not. I'm I'm imposing the sexual subtext on the guacamole one. Right. But uh, you know what? It it's it turnabout's fair play. Kristen Chenoweth, by the way, uh, she's also the one who at the beginning of the movie uh, introduces the. Um, cookie as sexual metaphor and she sells the shit out of it it's um, she she really does she She really sets it up for the rest of the movie she imbues it she imbues it with (laughs) such meaning and you just know the way that Kristen chenoweth says it you're like "Mm, i feel like that's gonna come back (laughs) (laughs) if i were j-lo i'd be like that's a bit of a stretch pump the brakes chenoweth yeah (laughs) cookies cookies Yes, um, and so I mean, and, and the thing is, the thing that uh, I happened upon the last time I watched this scene is just how how mumbly everyone is. Like, especially Ryan Guzman. Like, sometimes I can't tell what he's saying. Right, and that's because everyone's everyone's speaking to each other kind of under their breath. 
Yes. And it, it's supposed to come across as casual, I guess, because, like, you know, we're just all hanging out, being being buds. But it's just sort of like, okay, you know, I need to turn the subtitles on because I don't know what he's saying. Like, it took me three times to go around the following minute to actually hear him say Achilles. Right. Are you suggesting we just watched the uh, first mumblecore erotic thriller? Yes. Precisely. <laughs> yes, Martin. That's oh, what I'm I love it. Just, like, I love get, it. I love it. I would. I would love Mark to see Duplass a Joe Swanberg directed version yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Duplass, Joe Swanberg. They're all just. I mean, Ryan the Guzman did door. apparently improvise the "Your Mother's Cookies" line, so oh, of course, it's not that far off. You know what? If he did, I have. I my respect for him is multiplied. Yes. Like exponentially. I think he demands our respect. Indeed. I will go to bat for Ryan Guzman forever. I think yeah. <laughs> people think that he's a Lautner, and I don't think he is. I think he is giving you a community theater Dan Stevens in the guest here, and I am here for it. <laughs> yeah. It's a deep cut. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, after that, they move on to, because uh, he, he quickly wants to get in on JLo's literature class, if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yes. And so, uh, but the son warns him against it. Like, you know, you don't, I don't know if you're ready for that. They call her the crusher. And uh, yeah, first off, who calls, what self-respecting kid in their high school, like calls their literature teacher the crusher and why? What yeah, does she crush? By the time you get to high school, I feel like you're not really giving teachers nicknames like that anymore. Yeah. Like she's not some kind me. of, <laughs> yeah, she's not some kind of Detroit 187 Samuel Jackson, like hardcore teacher who's going to tell it like it is. Right. And like teach that her kids that poetry is just uh, another kind of rap. And you're making your teacher sound way cooler than um, you, you think they are when you're, yeah. when you're a I mean, schooler. it's also mommy glasses. He's looking at it through mommy glasses. So I firmly believe that the son is the only one who calls her the crusher. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a na- nickname he's trying to get going and it's, it's not going to work. It's news. It's yeah. news to JLo anyway. She reacts yeah. like, is that what they call me? <laughs> is that your JLo impression? It's so great. <laughs> well, she, she Followed says by it, maniacal she says laughter. Really weird. I don't know. I, I, it's, no. it's a weird reaction. Is no, I mean, it is me? an overreaction. It, yeah, because then she like... She is half amused by it, but then she's also like, you can bring your own plate in. It's like, oh, why doesn't he do that anyway? He's a grown ass man. At first I was like, at first I was like, she, she's telling him that he has to do the dishes now. And so I was like, wait a minute, why does she does the, yeah, then she does the, well, she's the typical forgiving mom. But no. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, they all they all bring the dishes in. And I swear, like, the more I rewatch this movie, because I'm already two rewatches in, uh, then, then the presented the sorry the proportion of J Lo doing dishes screen time increases. Like I keep forgetting just how much of this movie is spent with her just doing dishes. Like there's at least three separate scenes of her doing dishes, and this is scene one. Do you think it's symbolic? Like she's trying to wash away her sin. That, will these hands ne'er be clean? That's will the more plates, generous interpretation. Will these plates ne'er be clean? <laughs> I like that better than I, just. Than I'm just, diving uh, whoever, in. Yeah, than the uh, the female screenwriter of this uh, just thinking. Oh, you know, she's a little, she's a girl. She's she's a gal. Well, She'll do the dishes like she oughta. I think at the very least, um, uh, even if that's not a funny thing to say, uh, but but the film does go out of its way to uh, show her as a um, you know as a domestic figure yeah she's like, a mom and it's, a teacher and a wife and uh, yeah 
Yeah, like, especially with uh, John Corbett seems to make a lot of money because her house is nice and her car is nice. And I feel like she's still reaping the benefits of that, even though he's spent nine months away and that kind of thing. Because, right. I mean, she's a teacher. She can't be making that much money. But, uh, and, and especially because, you know, later on, not to spoil future minutes, but she, like, goes on tirades against money. Yes. Especially money motivated by greed. But, um, yeah, it's 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 kind of hilarious uh, because, well, because yeah, they, they stay on the topic of literature class. And, uh, and th- I think, the, and again, Vicky, like, makes some crack about reading. Like, for a vice principal, she's kind of loathsome. Uh, it, she's kind of uh, contemptuous of education. Yeah, she hates it so much. And we haven't <laughs> found out what her job is yet. So yeah. the reveal when, like, they, I think one of the next scenes is J-Lo at school and <laughs> Vicky, like, walking in and it being like, oh, vice principal Vicky. And it's like, yeah. why, do, why does she hate books? She hates books. <laughs> she hates books She hates so discussions much. of books and authors. She Kids <laughs> thinking? Nah, we gotta get them working. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but it's great uh, because Ryan Guzman immediately starts turning on the charm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, cause he's like, you know, like you know, I don't know why he likes literature. And he's like, the classics, actually, entering right. in from off screen. Actually. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> if you must know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like a good, like a good bow, he helps out with the dishes. Yeah. So that's his. That's supposed to be like move one. This this is like his seduction plan, I guess. Um, and he's like, Homer's my favorite author, actually, um, because <laughs> because we find out in this minute that that her course, like the semester, is going to be all on Homer's The Iliad, like to the exclusion <clears throat> of everything else, right? Yep. It's a yep. whole semester on the Iliad, Just like in high school book. lit classics class. Mm-hmm. Why did why does this high school have a classics class in the first place? Like, why isn't it just folded into literature? Like, yeah. classics is a really college thing to have. Yeah, to do a specialized course like that. If yeah. you're not taking Latin, then it's just sort of like what what is this? Do they have a Greek class? It's it's very perplexing, very <laughs> perplexing. Well, it's all Greek to me. Oh. Oh, no. Well, I don't know a lot about Boop. the American education system. Um, I know. It's okay. We don't know much because of the American <laughs> education system. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. you burnt. You burnt. I came back. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm back, everybody. Came back anyway. strong, Clint. Yes. The classics, um, where I went to school, the classics would have been talked about in like Latin class, Latin class or um, Greek class, uh, yes. ancient Greek. Yeah, and then that's, I don't know, it's just sort of, it, I don't know, it's something I think we could probably cover in the next minute, really, as we sure. get into mm-hmm. more of the, uh, which is one of my favorite minutes, because it's the minute before the minute everyone talks about, right. but it's a minute that's full of good seconds of a minute. Mm-hmm. That's And with that tantalizing teaser, I think that uh, about wraps it up for this episode of The Cast Next Door. I have been Clint. I will remain Natalie. And I'm Sir Martin from The Block. Thanks for listening to A Talking Cast presents The Cast Next Door. I was your host, Clint Worthington, with my guests Martin Sand and Natalie Walker. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at First Ed Iliad, or download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com. Or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis, edited by Darren Husted, produced by Darren Husted, executive producer Clint Worthington. The Boy Next Door is owned by Bloomhouse, Smart Entertainment, New Yorkin, and Universal Studios. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015, all rights reserved. This is a first edition?